Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Is It Better Than Smooth by Santana, the world's first and only musical comedy game show where there are no winners, no losers, just Smooth by Santana. It took a lot of uh, making phone calls and writing emails, but we finally got him. Grant is back on the show. It's been a while, but Grant, thank you so much. I know I was begging and pleading, but you finally said yes. So thank you for that. Alex, you're so welcome. It's, uh, I haven't seen your face in a while, so it was an easy yes. Um, I'm glad we could, uh, I'm glad we could kind of get together and, and uh, bring back the, the good old days. So, yes. Do you think we can create that magic? Can we catch lightning in a bottle once more? I think we can, man. I, I don't know why. I don't know why there's a limit to it. I think we're, <laughs> we're just, uh, we can just spit them out. We can just spit them out. That's true. That's true. Cause I mean, by now, you know how this works. You've been on smooth probably about like four or five times now, huh? I think so. I want to say, I want to say it's my my fifth. Yeah. I think it's my yeah. fifth. You were yeah. there for Halloween. You're there for April Fool's. You were there for other not as important events, <laughs> but you're still sure there was. nonetheless. We're here. We're back again. That's true. So I will have to say, Grant, I think you hold the record for most hot ones ever given out on the show, <laughs> both percentage wise and I think total sheer number. Um, how do you how do you feel about that? Do you feel like that's a bad thing? Do you feel like, no, you know what? I think those songs warranted those hot ones. How do you feel about knowing that statistic? Man, I, I like it. I like being number one, you know, because <laughs> um, I'm not number one at too many things. So it, it feels good to, to have that. Um, but I will say that um, I've, I've gotten this criticism before um, mm-hmm. that, I, that I am too uh, generous with my hot ones. But I mean, come on, somebody, somebody has to have that role right and so mm-hmm. um i'll take it i'll take it okay. i'll wear that i'll wear that crown no matter what uh what what the haters say so yeah i gotcha so yeah i'm yeah. looking at it right now you don't have the most sheer number of hot ones but your percentage is the highest you have given 24 hot ones and eight forget about it that's a 75 percent rating of <laughs> hot ones. so you'll wear that crown won't you i sure will i sure will. i love it i love it <laughs> So but I'm nice. excited to, I'm excited to see if we can, uh, we can either prove the, uh, prove the trend right or wrong this evening. So that's true. Let's, uh, I can just tell, I can tell you're not trying to have any agenda here. You're going to no. rank the songs, how you rank them. Dude, exactly. Exactly. I'm going to, I'm going to be truthful and honest about how I feel about the song and the mm-hmm. listeners, uh, you guys, you guys can count on that for sure. Awesome. Well, we have, I think a pretty good lineup of songs today i think it's very diverse i think we got it's it's a more recent um playlist a lot of 2022 songs here so we're going to be taking a look into what music has to offer uh in this day and age but we got a couple um old school stuff in there as well so i'm pretty proud of this playlist don't know how it's going to rank out but you ready just jump on in let's do it all right. Well, in 2020, scientists have discovered that Smooth by Santana is the exact middle point of all music. With the help of my guests, we'll listen to every single song that has ever been made and decide whether or not the songs are better or worse than the Latin alternative rock classic. Eventually, by the end of the show's run, all music in its entirety will be classified into two categories. Here are the rules. I'll go through eight different songs from eight different genres by eight different artists. After listening to each one of the songs, it is up to the guests to decide whether or not the songs are better or worse than Smooth by Santana. If the song is better, the guests will say, man, it's a hot one. If the song is worse, the guests will say, forget about it. One of those options must be chosen by the guests, but the guests are able to elaborate if they please by choosing a softer hard option. For example, they can say that's a hard hot one if it's much better than Smooth by Santana or a soft forget about it if it's slightly worse. The song will also be played for you at home, so feel free to play along and email me your opinions as to whether or not the songs are better or worse than Smooth by Santana at man, it's a hot one at outlook.com. I think you could tell I've done that a few times. Maybe a couple, maybe a maybe couple, a yeah. Couple. No more than a few, though. No more than a few. Yeah, maybe like six or seven. But, yeah, at least once. Um, don't at least don't once. look at the episode number, by the <laughs> way. But <laughs> you're ready for song number one. Let's do it. I'm ready. I'm ready. Okay, well, song number one is actually kind of a big deal, Grant. Um, so I don't know if you had one of these, but I'd be honored if I were you, because this is the 700th song 
of Is It Better Than Smooth by Santana. No way, dude. Song no number way. 700. Can't you believe wow. it? I cannot believe it, but I, uh, man, I've seen it through so much history. Yeah. That's <laughs> part of it now, you know? Absolutely. This is what, you know, this is what it must have felt like, you know, being the Yankees getting your 37th national championship or whatever. Like you were there for the first, but you're also here for the 37th. For the 37th. Or, or how many they have. I don't know. It's the Yankees. They probably got 80. But anyway. You know what it, you know what it feels like? It feels like the, uh, the LSU Tigers beat the Alabama Crimson Tide. Oh, this past that happened weekend. recently? That happened, that happened recently? You know, huh? it sure did. And I, I was, must have uh, missed it. I was in attendance and it was probably, it was one of the greatest events I've ever been to. And that's kind of what it feels like. Mm-hmm. So it feels like a winner. I, I like a winner. Exactly. Like a winner. It, my thoughts. Exactly. Yes, indeed. Well, I guess the question is, will this song be a winner? I guess we got to find out, huh? We'll see. We'll see. So for song number 700, it's a 1989 soft rock hit. And I'll explain why it was chosen as a 700 song afterwards, but it is, Right Here Waiting For You by Richard Marks. song number one in the 700 song of is it better than smooth by santana before we get into it grant can you believe we actually made it to 700 songs man i uh i don't know how to answer that because one part of me thinks back to the time where i was this is my first episode and i was so excited to be a part <laughs> of it and there was there was you know a couple people had, had heard about it and then um or at least the people that i knew and because uh, i'm sure a bunch of people were listening to it already but I was just late to the game, but, uh, <laughs> but there was, but then after, after I listened to it or, and, and, uh, kind of shared it with some folks, it was, they were, they were kind of like, Oh my gosh, I'm going to be on it too. And so, um, <laughs> so I can, I can believe it in that aspect that it's, it's kind of contagious, you know, it's so fun to listen to, but also it's, you know, it's weird. Cause, cause we start, you know, you started it in your, in your <laughs> kitchen in, in your college department. And now it's That's true. 70 700 songs in it's crazy it's crazy i know a but, part uh, of me is like wow 700 songs but another part of me is like i could have sworn we're at 2000 right now just because <laughs> i've been doing it so long yeah yeah i bet it feels like that i bet it feels like that but it, i mean it's it's impressive it is quite impressive the this uh this thing that you have going here so well yeah also this is episode 89 so we're getting close to 100 episodes which i think Ooh, is even crazier man. That's and nuts. I mean, we're not that far away from a thousand songs either. So it's, there's a lot of milestones coming up on Is It Better Than Smooth by Santana. Man, good times uh, coming up for us. Absolutely. So for song number one, we listened to Right Here, Waiting for You by Richard Marks. It was a 1989 soft rock song. And Richard Marks is a singer-songwriter from Chicago, Illinois. The song is the second single from his second studio album titled Repeat Offender. 
The song reached number one on the Billboard Hot 100 chart, making it the 700th song in history to do so. So wow. Okay, yeah, that's, well, that's, that's, that's where we got it. That's where we got it. Because it used okay. to be back in the day, I'd be like, ah, oh, there's a lot of songs with 100 in the title. I'll just use that for the 100 song. But eventually, <laughs> no one's making song titles of 700 in it. So you right. got to find other ways to <laughs> make yep. it work. But um, in 2013, the song was the most streamed love song on Valentine's Day in the United mm-hmm. Kingdom. So, you know, wow. that's a nice little accolade. Yeah. So. And I've been uh, I've been watching The Crown lately, so uh, <laughs> so I'm into you that. Feel in like tune that. with British culture. I do right now. Yes, dude. Very nice. So, Grant, is it better than this movie by Santana? Alex, this is a hot one. And it's a hot one. It's a hot one. Let's hear it. This is a hot one. So, uh, with the immediately when I first heard it, um, I thought back to those little music cubes that you could. It looked like like little square kind of discs that you could plug into the music cube that would be attached by a little rope and that they would play the song. I don't know if you're familiar. Mm. Um, this, this might've been, this might've been maybe around your time. Uh, you're a little bit older than me, but my, uh, my cousins had one and that had people, you know, like in sync, um, backstreet boys. It had kind of songs like that. Um, and, and songs by those kind of people. So, um, as soon as I heard it, I kind of thought, man, I think I've heard this before on one of those little music cubes. <laughs> um, and so it brought back some really good memories. I, uh, I really, really kind of enjoy, I like, I, I enjoy thinking back to my childhood because like my cousins who had it, they're like my, my sisters, you know, um, to me and my, and my actual sister. So, um, so it was, it was pretty, it was pretty awesome to, to have that memory again. Um, and also, I mean, who doesn't love a good love song, you know, um, I, I just, I can't think of anybody who would, who would not enjoy at least in, in some scenario or circumstance or the other to, to listen to a song like this. Um, and so, yeah, I, uh, I'm going to, I'm going to say it's a hot, it's a hot one, a moderate hot one. Um, uh, because like I said, maybe there, there are other circumstances that one may not, uh, enjoy to listen to something like this, but yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to say it's a hot one. I'm going to say it's a hot one. I gotcha. And you brought that circumstance. Would you say, in an objective opinion, it would still be a hot one, even if you're, let's say, a heartbroken person? It's like, I don't even want to think of love. Would that oh, song oh, man. still I think, be a hot I think one? If you're, if you're heartbroken, I think it becomes even more so a hot one. Whoa. I think, I think, I think in that circumstance, you, you're elevated to like a, a hard, hot one. Because that's, mm. you may not want to think about it, but it's, uh, what's his name? Richard Marks is singing about it for you. That's, I mean, come on. That's what you, that's what you need. That's what you need to cure the, cure the heart of a heartbreak. So, yeah. Gotcha. Are you a fan of like the soft rock genre? Do you kind of like the more mellow type of uh, music or do you find yourself preferring something with more energy to it? I, uh, I, I think I prefer something with more energy, but uh, I enjoy soft rock like uh, Brian Adams. He's a, mm, there you go. He's yeah. a favorite soft rocker of mine. He's very Canadian. Um, yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 And then, <laughs> of course, uh, I mean, maybe they count, but like a lot of the yacht rock, yacht rock guys. Yeah. Yacht, no, I cannot say yacht that. Yacht rock. Yacht rock. There we go. There we go. Um, I like I like them a lot. So yeah, I'm a I, I like soft rock for sure. Gotcha. So would this make a playlist? Do you have a playlist that this could go mm. on, or you feel like? It's good when you hear it, but I I'm not searching for it. You know, this might be. Yeah, I think I think this is a this is a off the playlist kind of play. You know, I'm gonna mm-hmm. I'll every once in a while I might search it up and be like, oh, I remember that song. That was the 700 song of Is It Better Than Smooth Santana, <laughs> and listen to it every once in a while. But I don't think it's gonna make a playlist. Yeah. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So we got a hot one though. We got a hot one. Awesome. So we're going to move on to song number two then. We start off with a hot one. And song number two is from 2022. It's a modern song. It's a post-punk song. And it is Jackie Down the Line by Fontaine's DC. Maybe once or maybe two 
does it come as a surprise? I don't think we'd rhyme I will wear you down in time I will hurt you, I'll desert you I am Jackie down the line Said this Ali about a future Before you bought off her as well If all you want is entertainment If you can't have it, you'll make hell Don't make no Alright, that was song number 2020-22, post-punk song Jackie Down the Line by Fontaine's DC. I think I'm saying that right. Uh, Fontaine's DC is a post-punk band from Dublin, Ireland. The song comes from their third studio album release titled Skinty Fia, and the album was very successful in Europe, reaching number one on the UK albums chart, as well as topping the chart in Ireland and Scotland individually. The song itself is the group's first song to chart in the United States, reaching number 40 on the U.S. Adult Airplay, Alternative Airplay chart. So, Grant, is it better than Spoo by Santana? It's a forget about it. Gotta forget about it. Yep, yep. Um, number one, the accent on the singing was very weird, I thought. Um, it kind of, it felt like a, it felt like it was like a meme or something. It felt like it was exaggerated. Um, and I, I was as soon like I was kind of like in it because it sounded almost like the Smiths a little bit, mm-hmm. um, and so I kind of like maybe maybe so. But then I mean, just over and over again, the same kind of like. I mean, I don't even I don't want to do it. I'm gonna sound like a fool, but like uh, <laughs> but just that you know, like the kind of like oh, I I'm gonna like, uh, I don't you know, are I'm mine, like, you are mine. Yeah, I'm like, come on, are you serious? Um, I can't help it. He's from Ireland, dog. <laughs> I know, I know. But look, even uh, Adele sings with an English ac- uh, with an American accent. So I, I'm, um, and also the song just didn't make any sense. Um, I didn't. I was looking at the lyrics and I, I couldn't figure out what was going on. But you know, maybe that's like a, that's just a personal thing. Um, uh, but it's still, I'm gonna let it influence my my decision. So, uh, so yeah, it's a, it's a forget about it soft forget about it though because the beat was pretty good i thought the the music the the guitar and drum and stuff was pretty good so i'll give it to him the music video is kind of cool i don't know if it's like a music video but it's a little kind of repeating video that they have on spotify now that every every once in a while a song will have it was kind of cool uh it looks like somebody's shooting a bow and arrow at somebody and uh then they collapse into a, a bed of roses so Pretty neat, but uh, but other than that, I'm gonna I'm gonna give it a give it a forget about it. I gotcha. So one yeah. element about the song, it kind of had some experimental parts to it. You know, not a super duper experimental song, but probably right. more experimental than your average rock track. Um, do you appreciate that? Do you think that added some points to you, or feel like experimentation is good in some ways, but not a guaranteed plus for a song? No, I think I think that's a that's a plus. I think that's a plus. Um, I don't think if I don't think knowing that changes my answer, but I think it, it gives them, it gets them closer to a hot one. Uh, just because like, if you don't experiment, like everybody complains, not everybody, but like, I know a lot of people that I, that I know complain about how music is like more or less the same now. And, you know, people are just spitting out uh, like repeats and, and, and copies of everything. But um, yeah, if you want to experiment, you can't, uh, I mean, if you want new music, you can't hate the experiments. So uh, so I'll give those some, some bonus points, but not not quite enough to give it a to give it a hot one. I gotcha. And even yeah. though it is a forget about it, would you um, be interested in checking out more of their music or more of the album? Or you feel like that's where I'll draw the line? You know, I'll probably draw the line just because of the accent. I mean, I, mm-hmm. I I just I don't know what about it, um, <laughs> but it just kind of uh, it vibrates in my ear a little bit wrong, throws my ear the wrong way. So I got gotcha. yeah, cool. <laughs> So we got to we got to forget about it there. We got to forget about it. Right, we got one going. hot one and one forget about moving on to song number 3. Yep. And song number 3 is a 2015 hip hop song and it is Sunday Candy by Donnie Trumpet and the Social Experiment. She can 
say in her voice and her way that she loved me. With her eyes, with her smile, with her belt, with her hands, with her money. I am the thesis of her prayers. Her nieces and her nephews are just pieces of the layers. Only one she loves as much as me is Jesus Christ and Taylor. I got a feature song singing for my grandma. You sing it too, but your grandma ain't my grandma. Mine's is handmade, pan fried, sun dried, south side, and beat the devil by a landslide. Praying with her hands tied, president of my fan club, Santa. Something told me I should bring my money. Gotta move it slowly, taking in my body like it's holy. Song number 2015 hip hop track. That was Sunday Candy by Donnie Trumpet. Donnie Trumpet is a trumpeter and producer from Chicago, Illinois. The song comes from his debut studio album with his group, The Social Experiment, and it was titled Surf. The album was critically acclaimed, being ranked as one of the best albums of the year by publications Pitchfork and Stereo Gum. The song also featured longtime collaborator and friend of Donnie Trumpet, Chance the Rapper, on vocals. So, Grant, is it better than this movie by Santana? Yeah, it's a hard, hot one. And it's a hot one. A hard, hot one. Wow. Hard, hot one. Yeah. Um, so, I mean, just talking about kind of experimenting and, and doing something different. Like, I remember I remember the first time I heard the song because I've heard it before. I think it's 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 a pretty popular song, right? It's like a... Barely. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So when I first heard this, um, I... Uh, I... I you know, it was like something I I never heard before. I wasn't a huge rap fan, so I'd uh, I'd never listened to Chance the Rapper. I've heard of him, um, but but after after hearing this, I kind of I I didn't get into more rap, but I've kind of I kind of explored it after that a little bit. Um, and I thought it was I thought it was awesome. I love the the horns. That's one of my favorite favorite instrument groups, and so it's uh it's really awesome to hear hear that. My fa- one of my favorite. That musicians ever is, is Trumbull and Shorty. Um, oh, wow. So, yeah. So kind of listening and, and uh, hearing that in the song is really, is really awesome to, uh, to hear. And it's a good experience to, to just kind of lay back and uh, especially on like a Sunday morning, just kind of bob your head to it along with, mm-hmm. uh, what's the other Sunday song? Oh my gosh. Oh, by um, Lionel Richie. Surface. Oh, never mind. I thought you talking about surfaces. Oh, that's a good one too, though. That's a good one too. Uh, easy. I think it's just called Easy. Easy on uh, Sunday morning. Easy like yep. Sunday morning. Yeah. So, um, yeah, it's a hard, hot one um, for those reasons. Yes. I gotcha. So, horns and hip hop. Yeah. Not a super common collaboration. No. Why do you Why do you think it works so well? Man, I don't know. My first thought would be that maybe they kind of, they kind of come from, from the same, uh, from the same family, you know, I, I don't, mm-hmm. I, they, they just seem like uh like distant cousins. Um, maybe a good analogy would be like, like distant cousins who don't get together too often, but when they do, it's just like, it's just a great time. You know, they just drive so well. Um, so like, like on, on Christmas day, they'll get together and just have a the time of their lives. Um, so yeah, I really like it. I really like it. I gotcha. And so you have heard the song before, but it doesn't sound like yeah. you've listened to too much Donnie Trumpet outside of the sea plan on maybe doing so in the future. You know, I think I, I think I just might. I hadn't heard of Donnie Trumpet because I remember looking up this song because I'd heard it before and I was like, you know, I, I could have sworn that was Chance the Rapper and he wasn't coming up on a, on any of like the uh, Sunday Candy song. So I was like, man, I, I was disappointed I couldn't find it again. But yeah, I, I would definitely be interested in some uh, some Donnie Trumpet for sure. Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. Do you feel like he had to learn the trumpet since his last name is trumpet? Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You don't think he had, sure. he, he couldn't be like, Hey, I, I want to play the cello. 
And it's always like, no, no. Yeah. No, you, at least you at least have to play the trumpet. You could play anything else, but you have to play the trumpet. Yeah. It has. Yeah. <laughs> you have to, it's, it's your last name. You That's it. I mean, trumpet. yeah, exactly. Like chance. Yeah, he had to be a rapper. He had, yeah, to. I mean, Chance the Rapper? Like, literally, last year, that's your last First name. name, Chance, middle name, the last name, Rapper. Yeah. Last name, Rapper. I mean, come on. <laughs> <laughs> that's not true, is it? I don't think that's true. That's probably how they became friends. He's like, man, I hate that I only have to play the church. Like, man, I hate that I have to be a rapper. And like, yo, <laughs> wait a minute. <laughs> Hold up a second. I got an idea. <laughs> <laughs> well, luckily, it worked out for both of us. It did. It sure did. So we got a hard hot one for song number three, two hot ones and one forget at, forget about it. Moving on to song number four, we're getting close to the halfway point of this episode. Mm-hmm. And song number four is a, another 2022 song, but it's a country track, and it is "Everything She Ain't" by Haley Witters. A 2022 country song everything she ain't by Haley witters Haley witters is a singer songwriter from shoeville iowa the song comes from witters third studio album titled raised which reached number nine on the u.s album's heat seekers chart outside of performing she has written several songs for other major artists including little big town alan jackson and alicia keys with the last one being nominated for song of the year at this year's grammy awards so cool All accolade right. there Respect, so, respect. Grant, is it better than Smooth by Santana? No, that's a, that's a forget about it. Forget about it. Forget about it. Yeah, forget about it. So here's my rationale. I feel like that song was made for women. Um, and for, for a song to be, to be better than the middle point of all music, it has to be at least made for both genders right Ooh, interesting okay that's so and, and maybe you have some some um some guys who would enjoy that um but i i think for for all the guys who who would enjoy that song um there's at least at least double the amount that wouldn't like that song hmm. um so i i will say they're they're like and I say that just because like there, are, I think there are some songs that I like that are, um, that are probably made for women. I can't think of one off the top of my head. Um, I think, I think that you need to, you need to, if you want to be defined as better than smooth by Santana, the middle point of all music, you have to make the song for more than just half of the world's population. Hmm. That's interesting. So it's only, it sounds like, you're really just playing off of the intent of the song. Super happy. I'll take it into account instrumentation, lyrics, vocals. Okay, well let let's let's dive into that a little bit. Um the I thought the vocals were really good. She, okay. I think she has a pretty voice. Uh and the instrument, I've got a huge country, like country music instrument kind of fan. I like the fiddle a lot, but like uh, you know, whatever she had going on there, I wasn't a huge fan of. Uh, but I thought the I thought the lyrics were just kind of like annoying a little bit, because hmm. um, yeah, I don't know, I don't, I didn't I didn't like she was just kind of fixated on uh, on stealing this woman's dude. So like, come on, <laughs> come on, you you uh, there's there's plenty of fish in the sea. Hmm. Go ahead, go ahead and get you get you a man. So um, yeah, 
Yeah. Are you a country music fan? Not, not really. I wouldn't say, I wouldn't say that I like it more than uh, any other genre. Mm. Maybe, it's just maybe there. rap. Maybe it's rap. The yeah, midpoint it's just of all genres. Ooh. Maybe so. I think I think we we can reconcile that with having a rock song being the or a Latin American rock pop song as being the middle point of all music. So I think I think we can do that. But but yeah, I I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stick with my guns and it's a it's a forget about it. I will say you are from Texas though. Yeah, so I've got that. Do you feel like you have to have your Texas card revoked after saying you're not a fan of country? No, because I wasn't. I wasn't born in country. Or I, I didn't live in country Texas. I lived in mm. city Texas. I lived in Houston. <laughs> not really, not even city. I lived in the suburbs of Houston. So there wasn't much country going on out there. No uh, tractors maybe, to work. No, no tractors. No horses. A couple people wore cowboy boots, but you know, whatever. Yeah, whatever. So, no. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> posers, All right, so we're gonna posers. get a we're gonna get a forget about it there. Yeah, we're gonna get a forget about it. All right, we're two for two at the halfway point of the episode. Let's see mm-hmm. where the uh, the pendulum swings here with song number five, another twenty twenty two song. It's an indie pop song, and it is "Did I Make You Up" by Half Alive. <laughs> When you think you really know someone And you're blinded by the summer sun Fall in love with who they won't become Was it ever real? Did I make you up? Was I wrong? Did I make you up all along? I've been waking song number five that was a 2022 indie pop song did i make you up by half alive half alive is a pop group from long beach california the song comes from the group's third ep release titled give me your shoulders part one in total the group has two studio albums and three ep releases so grant is it better than smooth by santana i'm gonna say that this is a hot one and it's a hot one okay a hot one yeah yeah um I maybe maybe this is just because it was contrasted to this the last song that we had, um, but I really I thought the lyrics were really uh, really were tapping into something uh, probably a pretty common human experience, yeah. um, especially now it, it it they mentioned you know did I make you up uh, and t- talking about like falling in love with somebody who you know maybe you just kind of like you just kind of daydreamed about them and and didn't really actually get to know them. So maybe uh, maybe that's that's a pretty common experience, I think, especially with the age of social media and things like that. You can kind of make anybody 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 you want them to be. So um, that was pretty pretty interesting, and the beat was very cool. I thought it was a, a fun kind of like summertime song. It sucks that we're not in summer anymore, but I can uh, I can strap it strap it uh, as ammo for for when it does come uh, in a couple months. So. Yeah, just overall a good song. It was it was kind of uh, I thought the mood was pretty good uh, about the about the whole thing. It just it just felt like everything it was it was trying to do it did well because it wasn't too fun, you know. Talking about like a kind of like a maybe like a tragic tragic kind of a love story, but it wasn't also too uh, too serious to where I wanted to uh, wanted to be really sad with it, you know. So I gotcha. I got you. Yeah, it's a hot one. 
So it's a hot one. It's better than Smooth by Santana. Is there any um, certain qualities about the song that you feel like it does better than Smooth? Hmm. I think, um, so I really like the, the lyrics of Smooth. I really like the, the way that they kind of play around with words and some of the, uh, some of the metaphors they use. But I think, I mean, I think, like I said, this just taps into, uh, taps into a different, maybe even new uh, phenomenon with, uh, with relationships. And I think it's going to be, uh, I think that's, that's going to be maybe what, what pushes it over the top. Is the, yeah, it's the human experience that it, uh, that it's, it demonstrates. <laughs> right, right. Do you like indie pop? Is that like kind of a genre you find yourself listening to frequently? Not frequently, but sometimes, yeah, sometimes. Uh, I like indie indie rock a little bit more, but indie pop seems to seems to make its way onto some of my uh, some of my like radio stations on Spotify, which I think means kind of like oh, like here's here's some stuff that you might like. So yeah, I like it. Cool. And you're gonna be probably checking out some more of Half Alive, I assume. Yeah, I think so. I think so. I uh, I liked I liked what they were uh, they're putting out in this one. So yeah, rat gratitude. So. Gratitude, baby. <laughs> but that song number five is a hot one. We're moving on to song number six. And song number six is another 2022 song. It's a synth funk song. And it is Out of My Life by Maya Kiltron. Gotta get your bad vibes out of my life. And I never, ever want to see your face again. Take a number back down. song number six that was a 2022 synth funk song out of my life by maya kiltron maya kiltron is a solo disco artist from toronto canada this all comes from her second studio album release titled persimmon kiltron is also a trained violinist and is the first ever dual vocalist and violin major at her college in toronto so cool little fact there so grant is it better than smooth by santana let's forget about it alex let's forget about it Forget about it. Yeah, yeah. I kind of, I was kind of sad to give this one to forget about it, because um, the, the the little thumbnail that she has on Spotify is kind of it's fun. Um, there's tomatoes on the ground. There's uh, just so you guys can imagine it. There, it's like it's yellow, and um, she's dressed like you know, like just just fun. She has a cool hat on, and um, yeah, I don't, I don't think she means any harm by this song but I just didn't enjoy it that much. It was kind of, the beat kind of felt slow. It was kind of dragging on. Uh, and I heard, you know, the same words over and over and over again. So um, I, I hope, it, it seems like she would have some, some cool stuff, you know, if she's got a lot of music out there. But this one just wasn't good, I didn't think. Um, and I, I mean, no offense to her, because she seemed great. Her, her picture was on the, it was on the thumbnail. It's like, a, it was a photo of her, um, and she looked, she looked great. She looked very happy. Um, but yeah, 
I'm going to say forget about it. All right. So even though it's a forget about it, do you feel like she may be going in the right direction musically for an eventual hot one? Yeah, I think so. I think so. I, it kind of sounds like the new Tina Turner a little bit. <laughs> Just a little bit, though. Um, so I, I think she's headed there. She's headed there. But maybe if she can get some, like, uh, some, uh, I don't know. I don't know. But to answer your question, yes. Yes. I bet. I bet that we could find some hot ones in her, in her collection right gotcha. now, if we went to go look. So, yeah. Very cool. And since she is a violin major, do you feel like a wicked violin solo would have mm. made the song a hot one? Dude, maybe so. Maybe so. Maybe like, um, maybe like something that like, uh, just to be in, 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 uh, I, I don't know what you call it. Maybe harmony with the, with the synth. I think that'd be, that'd have been cool. Like a, like a, mm. a violin solo. That'd have been sweet. Interesting. Interesting. That might have changed. That might have changed my answer. So, you never know. You never know. You really don't. <laughs> what could have been the what ifs of music? <laughs> what would have been if the Beatles played at Woodstock? And what would have happened if there would have been a wicked violin solo? And out dude, of my life, it's, it's I, that's what I'm saying, dude. What that's what I'm happened? saying. The world may never know. So Canada. Do you feel like you gave the song a forget about just for your sheer dislike of the country? I never said that. Um, hmm. I thought it was implied. I, no, I like Canada. I do like Canada. Um, I I don't think I have any bad experiences with Canada, so I don't think maybe like subliminally, subliminally, hmm. even I would I would dislike the song for that reason. Um, in fact, I've had great experiences in Canada. One of the only goals that I scored. Um, in my senior season of soccer in high school was in Canada. It was in Toronto. Why were you playing um, in Canada? Cause we had a, we had a brother school. I was up there. So uh, every year they would fly to us. And then the next year we would fly to them and play them. So we got to play in the snow and it was, uh, it was freezing cold, but, uh, but I, I scored a goal and it was, it was awesome. It was a great experience. Interesting. Did you get some uh, Canadian bacon while you were there? Uh, I can't remember. But I did, I did get a bunch of Canadian, uh, like treat, like like candies and, and things like that. I can't, I can't remember specifically what I got, but there was a store that had a bunch of Canadian treats, and I, 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 uh, I indulged a little bit. What's that? Uh, their convenience store that's like really popular. Is it? Um, I know they have a they have a donuts store called Tim Hortons. That's what it. I'm thinking of. Tim Hortons. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and that's pretty really popular. Good. We had a <laughs> we had a friend, and he was he was probably the the uh, the biggest guy on the team. Uh, his name was Morin, and uh, he was I mean he was he was a chunky guy. He, you know he wasn't he wasn't uh he wasn't saving up any uh any space for salads mm. for his meal. He was he was gonna go to Tim Hortons in the morning and get some donut holes, and they're, <laughs> they're called Tim they're called Tim Vits. And, uh, and just recently, uh, this, this, was in, this was about five or six years ago, but just recently he lost a bunch of weight, um, started working out and, uh, and eating good. And uh, now every time we see him, we call him Slim Bits because um, he, he used to be a big, big, big dude. And now he, he uh, slimmed up, so we call him Slim Bits. So, um, so, yeah. Shout out to Slim Bits. Shout out to Slim Bits. Awesome. Well, we got to forget about it there, but it's all right. Sounds like you still have good experiences with Canada. Nonetheless. Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> Time for song number seven. We're getting close to the end of this episode, but with song number seven, there's always a different theme to it. Something unique, some like, you know, qualifying trait up for this song. And we're going back to the basics here. It's a new song by an already popular artist. And I'm a little late on this one. I'll admit, but still really popular. Still really popular. Um, I don't know if you heard, Grant, but T-Swizzle got a new album. Oh, I did hear that. Yep. Yes. Yes. So T-Swizzle is back with another album. I uh, can't say I've listened to all of it, but this particular song of it has been making the rounds. So you probably mm -hmm. definitely heard it. Everyone listening, if you're around social media or just general pop music, top 40 music, you've you've probably heard of it. So Song number seven is a 2022 synth pop hit, I guess. I mean, usually the hits will be in the first and last song of the episode, but this song is just as popular. And so it's a 2022 hit, and it is Antihero by Taylor Swift. 
song number seven that was a 2022 synth pop song anti-hero by taylor swift the song was the lead single off of swift's 10th studio album titled midnights the song reached number one in 10 different countries including the united states canada and australia the song broke the record for most opening day streams for a song on spotify with 17.4 million plays in the first 24 hours which is a lot that's almost as much as I get on my podcast episodes. Almost. Um, that surprised me, Alex. That yeah. That surprised me. Uh, the song also made Taylor Swift the first ever solo artist in history to debut on top of the Billboard Hot 100 chart 10 times. So pretty cool mm. achievement there. That's good. So great. Awesome. Is it better than Smooth by Santana? Hmm. So I don't, I don't usually like to do this, but I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to give my explanation first. Okay. Yeah, let's hear it. Um, I thought it was really, really kind of dark and, and deep. And I was like, oh my gosh, I, I, I read the lyrics as it was, as it was playing. And, um, man, like there's some, there's some dark stuff in there. Like towards the end, it says, uh, and then someone screams out, this is, this is talking about her like daydream, like her fantasy, I guess that, um, talking about her, she Taylor's laughing up at us from hell. It's like, oh my gosh. Um, so I thought that was pretty interesting and I, I don't, I don't listen to a lot of recent Taylor Swift. Like I made a listen to like bad blood and, uh, and, oh man, what's that one? I remember there was one that she did that was really famous. And I think she, she either like sang with like some Victoria's secret models or something like that. Um, I don't remember what it was, but, uh, but it was, that was kind of like, starting to see like maybe maybe some of like not like the country super happy-go-lucky taylor swift but uh man this is this is just total angst like de- i don't know you know like probably depressed if i had to guess um and just man just deep cut in taylor swift so um i like that i like that um the i thought the the lyrics and kind of like the way it flowed was pretty good. It was like a poem. Like I can imagine on like a, like a beat poem night. This one, this one kills the audience would go crazy over this one. Um, what else? Um, the name of the song is pretty interesting. I haven't had a chance to like think about it, but just going off of like what the, the whole theme of the thought, the theme of the song was, uh, I bet there's some, I bet you can apply it to a lot of the, a lot of the little sections of it. So, um, yeah, overall, I think, I think this is a hot one. And it's a hot one. Oh, wow. This is a hot one. Yeah. Are you yeah. a Swifty? I wouldn't call myself a Swifty, but I, I, I like this song. There's a, there's a couple ones that I can kind of put, pick out, um, from her, from her long history. of uh, oh my gosh, 10, 10 uh debuting at at number one uh instances i can i can pick out some um some of the country some of like the red lip taylor swift some of the uh i forget what year like 1987 or 67 one of, i forget what date was on the was the title but um yeah i uh i, I like her enough to give this one a hot one Gotcha. Gotcha. Yeah. So yeah. T Swift. Some people are like, I prefer her country. I prefer the pop. It sounds like you can appreciate Taylor in any era. I, I, I like to think so. Um, but I think, let's see. I think red lip. If I think red lip Taylor Swift is the best. Yeah. 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 
maybe that's am I thinking of the right? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. Nineteen eighty nine. That's what it is. Gotcha. I think nineteen eighty nine Taylor Swift is the best. So, yeah. So this song, as I said, has the world record for most the opening day streams for a song on Spotify was seventeen point four million. Do you yep. feel like the hype is a little too much for Taylor? Even though you do think it's a hot one, do you still feel like okay? Taylor doesn't deserve that record. It should go to someone else, particularly Carlos Santana. You know, historically, maybe maybe it should go to somebody else. Um, but just at the time we're living in, most people on the planet, most people with these uh, smartphones and computers and things like that, they can uh, they can access it real easy. So um, whether or not she deserved it, she got it. She got it. And, uh, and she beat out, she beat out all the, uh, all the other artists that are out there today, um, still pumping out tunes. So I say good for her. Mm. So you don't think this will be the last Taylor Swift hot one? You think that she I still has some hot ones in her? I think so. I think so. Yeah. Sure. For sure. as much slack as she gets about, you know, boys and stuff and, and like complaining about them in her songs. Sometimes, sometimes they'll she'll sneak one out that's pretty dang good so <laughs> so yeah rad all right so song number seven's a hot one yep all right song number eight the final song of the episode grant it's my favorite one always always it's a hit let's hopefully let's hope it uh can match that energy because it's a hit we begin and end each episode with a hit some of the people know some of the people recognize but grant this one we're throwing back the clock here we've had a ton of songs from 2022 well, we got to go back several decades. This one's from 1975. Oh, oh man. It's a I'm so track. excited. Disco track. And it is oh. right back where we started from by oh. Maxine Nightingale. song number eight that was the final song of the episode that was a 1975 disco song right back where we started from by maxine nightingale maxine nightingale is an r&b artist from london england the song was the title track from her debut album release the song reached number two on the billboard hot 100 chart and number five in canada the song has been heavily used in pop culture including in the film slap shot an extremely goofy movie shrek forever after and college road trip all gems in the film industry so Grant, is it better than Three by Santana? Yeah, it's a hard hot one. Hard, hard hot one. Man, it's a hot one. Hard, um, hot some one. of those movies, I don't know if I don't know if I consider them gems. And cinema maybe maybe the goofy movie. Mm. Um well it's not just Shrek a goofy for- movie. It's an extremely goofy movie. It's a very, very goofy movie. It's an ungodly goofy movie. Well, that's that's you see, that's what I'm gonna I'm gonna it's say. Preposterously yeah, goofy movie. <laughs> that's a gem. That's a gem. Yes. But uh, but yeah, it's a hot one. There. I mean, I don't. Gosh, there's so many things that I associate that song with. Um, they all just kind of get jumbled together. And it's the just, definitive song that plays at the end of a family movie. Yep. You know, where it's just like everything, everything worked out in the end. And we're all, you know, what's funny. It's like, I, I don't know why, but I could have sworn it was in like other movies, like Daddy Daycare. That would totally yeah. 100% oh. be a movie where it'd be featured. But apparently it wasn't. I looked up and I didn't see it. So it's just, 
it's like the Mandela effect, but for music. Like if there's a yeah. kids' movie from back in the day, you assume the song was in it. I would assume that's what in it. Um, and also, I mean, disco music is just so fun. Yeah. Like, come on, are you serious? They uh, at the summer camp that I grew up going to, they had a disco night, and it was always like the second to last. I think it was is either the second to last. It was the second to last night. Um, so everybody was just like kind of, kind of ready to go home, but also like. <laughs> You still had, you know, you still had, you still had a lot disco of fun night. you had. You still had yeah, disco, disco night. night. It's called Disco Days, spelled with a Z. And uh, they would play like all the, all the classics. And I don't think they would play this song, but they would put up on the big, the big screens that they had. Uh, and they would put up the music videos to them. So they'd be like what, the YMCA music video. They'd have like, uh, uh, oh man, what's it? I can't think of it, but the, but just, uh, just uh, freak out, freak out. Oh, by uh, like, uh, chic, like I think. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so, yeah, just just good memories associated with it, and uh, and it's a good tune. I mean, she's awesome. Like this is this is what that woman who we listened to earlier, Kiltron, Maya Kiltron. Like if she had a little, if she had a little bit of of the violin in there, maybe that's what a, it would have sounded like. Maybe that's what mm-hmm. she was going for. But uh, but either way, hot one. Mm. So I gotta funny. know what'd you wear during this disco days event so I had some uh some like not lime green but it was kind of like uh kind of like a bright green bright green shorts that I had um swim trunks uh I had some dark uh like like dark red circular glasses kind of like like think John Lennon you know Okay. Uh, and then a tie dye t-shirt that I had. I, I don't know. I can't remember if I tie dyed it myself or if I bought it tie dyed. Um, and then Chacos, like the sandals, you know, so just kind of, uh, envisioned it up and, and back then I had longer hair. So I, I almost kind of looked like a hippie a little bit. Um, it looks like you were teleported from the seventies there. Yeah. 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 Um, but you couldn't have a, you could have like a, a beard or mustache or anything at camp, which kind of sucked. Cause, uh, I, when I was working there, um, uh, that would have been, that would fit the, fit the bill perfectly, you know, mm-hmm. like some, uh, some, some scrubby facial hair had been, had been perfect, but, uh, but either way it was, it was a good time and that's what I wore. So I dressed up. Gotcha. Do you feel like nostalgia helped play a role in you giving this a hot one or you feel like it sure. can stand on its own, take out nostalgia bias? It, it, it definitely contributed to my judgment, but it, it can stand alone. I think. Yeah. Cool. cool. Yeah. So, disco, would you go to, if someone said, hey, we got a disco party, are you breaking out those lime green shorts again? Are you, are yeah. you going to go on the dance floor with that tie-dye shirt? Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I'd, I'd disco really like to go, I'd love to go to like a, a roller skate disco. Oh, I think dude. that'd be really fun. You know, I've seen, I've seen videos and, and like movies where that's a, that's a thing. Yeah, but, it's like uh, jam skating is like what it's yeah. called or whatever. Yeah, yeah, I think so. I think so. I, I'm not a good roller skater, so I'd have to learn. Me but uh, I'm not a good yeah, dancer dude. either. So I'm literally, <laughs> it's like the It'd worst square one event for me. It'd be the sure worst be thing to happen at a roller skating ring since that episode of Stranger Things. Yes, dude, that was that was a good episode. That was intense. That was, episode. That was intense. Yeah, that's when I first started liking Eleven actually. Was in that uh-huh. episode. Well, welcome like back to our Stranger Things podcast. <laughs> <laughs> sorry, listeners. I'm sorry. But no, it's okay. It's not the first time it's been talked about on the show at all. <laughs> all right. So we got a hot one. We got a hot one. We're going to end things off there. So how do you yep. feel like you did? You felt like you threw around the hot ones too much? Or you feel like, you know, I stand by what I said. It was a fair assessment of the songs. Man, I'll say this. I... I'm no longer influenced by what I have or haven't done in the past. So I stuck to my guns and uh, I think it, I think it showed cause I, I, I didn't, I, I didn't less than, than 75% hot ones. I believe. Um, I, I think I, I had, I chose at least, at least three, forget about it. Um, maybe not. I don't, I don't know. I can't remember, but, but yeah, I think, uh, I'm, I'm okay with my answers. I, I love my answers. Rad. Respect. Yeah. All right. So I got three questions for you. The same three questions I ask every guest on the show. And the first question that I'm bringing over to you is what type of music are you currently listening to? 
what is on the rotation? I didn't mean to hit you with such a softball question, but you know, I feel like everyone sees I'm, it coming. I'm prepared now. for it every time. Um, let's see. Lately, I've been I've been into um, some kind of, I guess you'd call it, uh, hard rock. I don't know. I don't know. But I'll give you some examples of who I'm listening yes. to: The White Stripes, hmm. um, Soundgarden, um. Uh, Beastie Boys, Greta Van Fleet. Um, who else? Who else? Who else? Uh, Led Zeppelin. Of course, they're they're always. I mean, if there. you're listening to Greta Van Fleet, you're listening to Led yeah. Zeppelin in the I mean, middle pretty way. much, pretty yeah. much. <laughs> but uh, man, it's my guilty pleasure. But um, yeah, some uh, some some yacht rock, like I mentioned. Uh, oh, Steely who Dan is it? Who is it? Yeah, getting some uh, some. Uh, Gosh, Seals and Croft, um, Simon and Garfunkel, Hall and Oates, mm. Mm. the greatest, the greatest. So, uh, yeah, that's that's pretty much it. Uh, there's there's a couple other things on here. Like, uh, I had some I had some buddies uh, who came. Well, I guess we we really went with him um, to this orchestra concert. It was the New Orleans uh, Philharmonic, and so it was a free concert on the North shore of Lake Pontchartrain and it was a free event and we had a great time, uh, listened to some, some classical music, uh, also some star Wars. Mm. Um, the, they had John Williams, uh, samples. And so that was really cool. So I've been listening to a little, can't be, it can't be it. So I've been listening to a little bit of orchestral music and, uh, really enjoying it, really enjoying it. So awesome. So yeah. Very cool. Um, any song or artist recommendations you got for the audience? Maybe some, some artists who may not be as popular as they should be. I mean, a lot of people that I listen to are, are pretty popular, but um, maybe Bon Iver, I like Bon Iver. Um, he's pretty, pretty good. And then let's see. I know Greta Van Fleet's not, not small, but they might be, <laughs> they might, they might could use a little uh, exposition. A little Little love vampire weekend and um hmm yeah yeah those guys they got it going on go Very listen nice. to them and a uh, final question is anyone you'll give a shout out to uh i'd like to give a shout out to my grandmother um she was recently taken out of icu uh it was a kind of a freak story um i I don't know, you know, it was, it was miraculous that she survived. So um, she's out of ICU. She's in a assisted living care for a couple of days, probably, I think probably 20 or so more days. And, uh, and hopefully um, God willing, she'll be able to go and, and live by herself again. Um, it's pretty soon. So, uh, so yeah, she's, uh, she's, she's doing great. We don't know what's, what's totally wrong with her, but, but pray for her. Cause she's, uh, she needs it. And um Yeah. She's a, she's a rock star. She's a rock star. So Absolutely. love you. We call her, we call her Nani. Love you, Nani. Very nice. Very nice. Yep. Awesome. Well, any final comments before we wrap this episode up? Oh man. Um, I miss being in person with you, Alex. I miss it. I miss it. <laughs> I miss but, you uh, too, bud. Someday. But yeah, someday, someday. I'm glad you're doing well up in, up in Orlando and, and uh, can't wait to, can't wait to see you in person again. Absolutely. Well, that's how we stay connected through the love of Smooth by Santana. Feature. <laughs> that's it. That is it. <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you, Grant, for joining in. Thank you all for listening. And thank you, Andrew Ferguson, for making the theme song. Go check them out uh, with the Dwell. Maybe I think their songs are out yet. Not sure. But show, go check them out either way. The Dwell. D-W-E-L-L. If you have any song requests, please send them my way to man. It's a hot one at Outlook.com. And put your hot ones and forget about us in the email as well. I hope to see you all here next Friday as we continue our journey to the wonderful world of music as I answer the question, is it better than Smooth by Santana? I'm pretty sure next week's the Thanksgiving episode. So I love the I love the holiday season here on Is It Better Than Smooth by Santana because we always can get into some sany fun. And uh, rumor has it, Andrew Ferguson is going to be on it for the Thanksgiving what? episode. I know, I know. Don't go. Don't be telling too many people now. But yes, <laughs> uh, theme song maker Andrew Ferguson will be joining us on the show to try his hand at some food themed songs uh, for Thanksgiving. So go and uh, make sure you join us for that. And um, yeah, 
I think that's all I got. And I like to end this episode like I like to end every episode by reading my new favorite comment from the Smooth by Santana music video on YouTube. This one comes from Kelly M, who says, senior year. I don't know what it means. Maybe that was their senior year song in 1999. Maybe Kelly's a senior right now who's like, hey, Smooth by Santana. That reminds me of high school. The, 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 the possibilities are endless. Here. And could be. Dude, we got to get either way, no matter what, what happens and what scenario she's commenting. She needs to be on the podcast, I think. I think we need to reach out to Kelly. Kelly, if you're listening, I think so. we need you here. Tell us how yeah, your senior year is going. Get you. Unless it's in college, then I don't really care that much. You know? No. Yeah. The this, this senior yeah. college year is kind of one. one uh, not much going on. No. Not much going on. Yeah. Senior year. Sometimes. High school. You got like prom. You got like the homecoming oh, yeah. games. You got all that it's stuff. so exciting. Yeah, it's, there's so much going on. You know, final, if you're in theater club, you got your last play. If you're an athlete, you know, you got your final games. Senior in college, you're kind of like, okay, I'm reaching out for like jobs and I got to yeah. figure out uh, how to pay my apartment. Uh, you know, so it's not <laughs> nearly as fun. <laughs> yeah. Shout out to Kelly. Shout out to Kelly, man. Awesome. Well, thank you, Grant, once again. Thank you all for listening. And don't forget... Give me your heart, make it real, or else forget about it. I'm Alex. This was Is It Better Than Smooth by Santana, and I'll see you all next time.